0: Entrepreneur on Fire 985. If you're not making money, really, you're not a business owner. You're just a volunteer. Hey, Fire Nation, and
1: welcome to Entrepreneur on Fire, where I chat with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Ready to rock your own podcast? Text Podcast Course to 33444. That's Podcast Course all one word, no spaces, to 33444 and you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Ignite. Want access to fill-in-the-blank marketing templates built by pros that do marketing for a living? Generate more leads and sales online. Download digitalmarketer.com's ultimate digital marketing toolbox at digitalmarketer.com slash fire. Zero is the online accounting software for your small business. Born in the cloud, Zero gives you an at-a glance view of your cash flow. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at Zero.com slash podcasts. That's X-E-R-O.com slash podcasts. Fire Nation in the House, JLD here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Heather Osgood. Heather, are you prepared to ignite?
0: I am prepared to ignite.
1: Heather is passionate about business and her family. She's been working with small businesses for the past 16 years, starting in advertising and moving into business ownership. She's owned five businesses, one that she recently sold. She now mentors entrepreneurs, helping them create space and fulfillment in their business. Heather, take a minute, fill in any blanks from the intro and give us a little glimpse into that personal life.
0: Absolutely. So as you said, I started my career in advertising sales, and I feel very blessed and fortunate to have worked with thousands of small business owners. And um, through that process, I just got to see um, the struggles and the challenges and the successes of kind of just the everyday small business American, you know, dream business owner. And um, it was really just a great experience, but I never thought I would want to own a business because I saw all of their struggles. I saw all of them saying, gosh, I, I can't pay my bills or I you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. And I just, I saw what a small percentage of success most of them actually had. But um, I met my um, now husband and he turned me on to the gateway drug to entrepreneurship, which is, <laughs> you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by mm-hmm. Robert Kiyosaki. And um, of course, we we started the typical MLM. And um, it was, you know, an interesting experience. And that was really kind of how I got started. And from there, um, we just really saw the opportunities that being an entrepreneur was really going to provide for us at a different level and really um, give us the opportunity to just have some freedom and flexibility and um, really come up with some creativity in our lives that we were lacking in our corporate jobs. And, you know, some from there, we, we um, did a a few different businesses, and um, I landed in a passion area for me, which was trade show production and So for um, nearly ten years, I ra- ran a trade show production company up and down the coast of california and It was one of the most amazing experiences in my life and I, I just I learned a ton about what it meant to actually be a business owner. And um, it was great, too, because I came to that place in my life last year where I said, you know what, I think I am done with this and ready (laughs) to move on to the next chapter in life. And um, I was able to sell that business and spend some time with my kids and my husband. And after reflecting on really what I wanted more than anything in life, I realized that what I am truly passionate about is entrepreneurship and helping people create businesses. I just, I had so many friends and family members who would come to me on you know a day in and day out basis and say, how do you do this? I don't understand. How do you take nothing and create something? And um, I realized that business coaching was really where my heart was and my passion was. And, um, and I launched that um, here, gosh, at the, the beginning of, of the year. And it has been a wonderful, wonderful journey.
1: Well, Heather, you have some amazing stories, a couple of which we're going to get to in a minute or two here. But what I just love is, you know, how just fluid your journey has been. I mean, you started, you know, where a lot of people start, but then you landed pretty quickly in that passion area. And that's an arena, Fire Nation, that. You want to be playing him because that's the marathon, that's not the sprint. Heather could not have lasted 10 years in the trade show industry if she hadn't had a passion for it, and guess what, 10 years is a long time. She said, you know what, let's pack up shop, let's sell this. And let's take a break and take a deep breath and see what's next, you know, if anything. And that really looked at, uh, allowed her to identify the strengths that she's picked up along the way, as well as what her weaknesses are and capitalize on both of those and, and move into this new direction. So Heather, now, and it must be kind of strange because it's still fairly new, but when someone walks up to you at a networking party, at a family reunion, and they're like, Heather, what exactly is it that you do? What do you respond in 10 seconds?
0: I tell them that I help entrepreneurs bring their business ownership dreams to life.
1: I mean, that's concise. And I think that uh, you're probably getting some, some people who are pretty interested in taking you up on that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so.
1: So Heather, you talked about your origin story, about how you got to exactly where you're at now. Let's get specific with Fire Nation. How are you generating revenue today? What are your income streams?
0: Well, um, currently my husband and I actually own a haircutting business. So that's been in business now for about eight years. And um, it's been a totally different experience. It's a brick and mortar business, obviously. Um, it's a tr- you know tremendous company because it really has generated some passive income for us. We have um, a group of employees, um, a fantastic team, I might add, mm. who run that business. And um, it really is been an interesting, and wonderful experience to establish a company, you know, go through the whole SBA lending process, get something from zero to really, you know, a place of profitability, and have that, you know, chance to say, hey, we're going to take a month long vacation. You guys have this covered. And no, with um, a lot of certain the business is going to continue to run separate from us. And that has been a really great experience and taught us a lot of really good lessons um, and is just such a different experience from the brick and mortar, or I'm sorry, from the online experience, which a lot of people are really turning towards now. So having kind of the differences has been great. Um, and then my online um, coaching practice has has really just taken off. And um, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be able to say that here I sit about six months in, into my coaching practice. And I am generating real money from this business and um, see a lot of opportunities to help a lot of individuals really take that step and take the leap and create a business.
1: A lot of people, when they get into this, they have a struggle putting a dollar amount on their time. How did you struggle with that? Or did you have an easy time with that? And what did you come to a conclusion?
0: That, I think, is one of the most difficult um, aspects of being a business owner. I really believe that there is a huge difference between being an employee and being a business owner in the regard that when you are an employee, you negotiate your salary. When you get started, they say, hey, we're going to pay you this much money. And you say, great, that sounds terrific. You get to work. And possibly, if you're lucky, once per year, you have an opportunity to negotiate salary. Um, In that time, you think about money and you talk about money. And when you're a business owner, you have to think about money and focus on money on a daily, minute-by-minute basis. And if you're not focused on income production, you're not going to be successful. And the real um, difference for me is kind of this this struggle that I think a lot of people have of, is it okay to be so money-obsessed? Like, am I doing something wrong that I'm so worried about? Without making a lot of money. And I think that it's really important to consider that if you feel like you're comfortable, you know, making 50, 60, 100, $200,000 at work, then why aren't you comfortable collecting or making 100 or $200,000 as a business owner? And really kind of getting clear with yourself that as you're providing this service, as you're solving a problem for individuals, that um, really that uh, that solution comes with a price tag. And if your price tag isn't on the mark, then you're not going to be successful because you have to have money in order to thrive and, um, you know, really just make your way as a business owner. And so for me, it's getting really clear about what I believe that I'm worth. And if I were working in a corporate job, what would I be compensated? And am I making sure that in my business that I'm actually making that amount of money And, or am I really falling short? And um, if I am falling short, why is that, um, that, you know, gap there?
1: Fire Nation, I think a mindset shift that we have to have when we come from the world of corporate or just a non-entrepreneurial venture is that you are obligated to create a viable business because you are creating something of value as an entrepreneur. You're working hard, you're investing in yourself, you're learning, you're turning around, you're teaching it that is a value. And you're obligated to continue to be able to share that value. And you can only do that if you have a viable business. And you're only going to have a viable business if you charge what you're worth. So always stand up, be proud, stay what that is. You know, Think of the number that you think you're worth, double it, and then we can start talking at that point. Because usually people undervalue their own time significantly. And Heather, you've had your ups. You've had your downs. And, and I want to talk about not just one of those downs, I wanna talk about what you consider the worst entrepreneurial moment in your entire entrepreneurial journey. So take us there, tell us that story, down to the ground level, I wanna be there with you during that worst entrepreneurial moment.
0: So my worst moment was on June 4th of 2011. We had been in business in our trade show production company for many years at that point. And truthfully, I kind of felt like I was a bit indestructible. You know, I felt like I was at that place where really anything I touched turned to gold. And I had this ability, you know, we started the business with $2,000, took it to near a million um, in gross sales. And so I'm thinking, you know, this is good. I've got this, this thing dialed in. Well, we decided to expand our trade shows up into um, an area, into the Bay Area of California that we were pretty unfamiliar with. And we thought we kind of had everything covered. So we went along the path and um, we created a trade show just like we had created you know, many, many other trade shows and really had this deep sense of confidence that it was going to go off without a hitch. And um, typically we were accustomed to having thousands of people at our trade show events and hundreds of exhibitors. And on June 4th, we woke up that morning and it was pouring, not just a little bit of rain, but like downpour. And we kind of had assumed that being in June, we were going to be good. You know, we weren't feeling like rain was going to be in the equation for us. And our trade show events Um, not only encompassed a building, but also had a large tented section of outdoor exhibitors. That morning, we showed up to our event to about two feet of standing water in a tent Mm. surrounded by all of these exhibitors. And unfortunately, instead of getting thousands of attendees to this event, we got hundreds. If we were lucky, we had hundreds of people there that day. And it was one of the biggest blows of my career because I just, I felt like I could do it. You know, I felt like um, we really, we, like I said, we had it dialed in. We knew what we were doing. We would look at other trade shows and say, they have no idea what they're doing. You know, let us show them how. And in that moment, I realized that we hadn't properly prepared for this event. We hadn't really created um, what we thought we were going to be creating. And um, I truly was not indestructible and neither was my company. (laughs) And um, it was a very humbling moment to say the least.
1: We all need those moments in life, though, Fire Nation, because when we are rising too fast and we ever do get that thought in our mind that anything I touch turns to gold, then if you're not going to step back and say, okay, wait a second, let's go listen to an Entrepreneur on Fire episode where pretty much every single failure story comes because people were a little overconfident, you know, thought that, you know, they didn't need to listen to anybody else or take any outside advice. That is when the disaster strikes, oftentimes when we least expect it. So this is a great takeaway. And Heather, in just one sentence, what do you want to make sure that our listeners, Fire Nation, take away from this lowest of low?
0: Your product doesn't always translate well to a new market.
1: Boom. And Heather, we're shifting to an aha moment, that light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. And actually, it went on. It turned on. You had this epiphany. (laughs) Take us there. You've had a lot of these moments, but what's one that you know is going to resonate with our listeners? Take Fire Nation there. Tell us that story.
0: So... I have had um, the fortunate experience of working with many very successful coaches in my entrepreneurial um, career. And I really wouldn't be where I'm at without having um, a, a significant coach who has made a huge impact in um, my business and my ability to really kind of see the details of what it means to be a business owner. And we had been working with this particular coach for about a year. And um, at the, you know, on the heels of, of, kind of the the recession 2008 really had just um, taken us down a few notches, as it did many companies. And I had learned a ton from this individual. And I'll never forget being in a meeting with him and having him say, just because you were paying all of your bills and just because you were paying yourself doesn't make you a profitable organization. And I realized how right he was and how I was really looking at profitability. Profitability as being something that was unimportant. I really, I just wanted to make sure that the bills were paid, that um, the money was coming in, my employees were happy, my customers were happy. And I was forgetting about how important profitability truly is. And in that moment, it truly was an aha moment. And I look back now and I kind of laugh and I think, gosh, why did I not realize how important profitability truly was? But it really, really helped change my thinking when you make a hundred dollar purchase for a business or a hundred dollar investment for a business, you don't need to bring in a hundred dollars to cover that expense. And so frequently, I think, especially new business owners, they think, "Gosh, you know, um, if I if I make this advertising investment of five hundred dollars, I just need to bring in five hundred dollars to cover that." And that's is just so far from true. Um, you you have this formula that you really have to always take into consideration to make sure that you're really preserving your profitability. And if you're not preserving the profitability of your organization, you might as well just close up shop and, and go back to work because realistically, that profitability is the difference between you succeeding in life and, and continuing to make strides and really just a constant backpedaling. And um, obviously, we always wanna be moving forward and not backward.
1: Now, one thing that goes with that is that, you know, for a lot of people, what they need to realize is when you're actually spending money, like for me, like if I'm going to invest, say, $5,000, I actually have to make $10,000, pay taxes on all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. I have, you know, something like $5,000 left. So, you know, that's kind of one way to look at things where, you know, you don't actually just just because you make 10000 you don't have the 10000 There's things you have to do with that, like pay taxes. But what are some other things that you factor into that equation to make sure that that $500 advertisement makes sense?
0: Well, it's really important, obviously, just to look at any of your fixed expenses, um, your cost of goods sold are really important. And I think that it's particularly challenging when you have a service-based business, because it's really difficult to monetize what that actual fixed cost of goods really is. And if you don't have that down, then you're never going to get to that place of profitability. And like you asked earlier, how much you know? how much am I worth an hour? And as an entrepreneur, you have to factor that in if you really believe that you're worth $50 an hour, $250 an hour, that, that hour, that time that you're spending is a cost. And making sure that you have that number really identified um, and have that clear in your mind is going to be the difference between um, really making profitability and just treading water. Mm,
1: so true. And there's a great book. I'm not sure if you've read it, Heather, but this is phenomenal for what we're talking about right now. It's called Profit's first by Michael McAllowitz And he just talked about how as a business owner, these are the numbers that you need to focus on. And you, you always need to be looking at the profit first. So what we're going to be diving into right now, Heather, is a little thing called the fire round. It's just three questions. Take a, you know, just 30 seconds to answer these. The first one being your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur. What is it?
0: It really is being okay with money, just like I was talking about earlier. It is very difficult as a business owner, especially when you get up into high dollar numbers, you know, like I was making in my trade show company to say, gosh, you know, we're nearing a million dollars a year in sales. And is that okay? Like, am I worth it? Am I really providing enough service to my customer? Am I really providing um, enough value to my employees? And, you know, am I that person who has has the capability of making millions of dollars. And really, just being okay with that is a continual weakness that I have.
1: What's your biggest strength?
0: My biggest strength is my ability to take risks. I just. I, you know, it, it just doesn't bother me. I'm at the place now where, um, really, I just know that you, t- you take risks, you take risks, you do things, you constantly course correct, um, and really just set goals and go for them. And, you know, you're going to have failures like we've talked about. You're going to have successes and, um, you just have to have the ability to really be introspective, um, realize what your tolerance is, um, and then just go for it. If you don't try something, you're always going to be where you're at. And, um, I don't want to be in that place. I want to constantly be growing and learning. And there is nothing in life that is pushes you further outside your comfort zone than starting a business <laughs> and being a true business owner. So true.
1: So you have a lot of exciting things going on, Heather. But what's the one thing that has you most fired up today?
0: It's just my coaching practice. I cannot tell you how awesome it is to just talk with individuals on a day in and day out basis who really are interested in starting a business. They, I, I feel like I'm, I'm so blessed. Um, I work with Jeff Steinman at the How to Quit Working program, and the whole focus of our our operation is to help people go from their corporate jobs and start a business. And I talk to hundreds of people every week, and it is just so mind-blowing to be able to take these people from this place of, of fear and insecurity and unhappiness and really just get them on this path of freedom and seeing the possibilities and helping walk them through just the step-by-step process of how do you go from an idea or even an idea to actually creating a business and making money.
1: So Heather, we're still going to be pulling some golden nuggets from you during the lightning rounds. But before we get into there, we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. As much as we travel for conferences and other business opportunities, it's nice to have the right types of software in place that can help us work efficiently, even when we're on the go. This is especially true when it comes to our finances. Introducing the online accounting software platform for your small business, Xero. That's X-E-R-O. R O. Zero covers all the bases, so whether you have a brick and mortar business or an online business, Xero can help. Plus, Zero was born in the cloud, so you can access your accounting anytime, anywhere, and they're even available across all operating systems, Mac, PC, iOS, and Android. With over 400 best-in-class business tools that allow you to process mobile payments, help you with cash flow management, and much more, what's not to love? Sign up for a 330 30 30-day trial at Zero.com slash podcast. That's Xero.com slash podcast. Special bonus, Zero will randomly select five people per month who sign up for a trial to receive a mystery box of goodies from a business that already swears by Zero. We wear many hats as entrepreneurs, but you and I both know we simply can't do it all. As an example, do you ever struggle with finding marketing tactics that actually work? DigitalMarketer.com is a marketing blog, and guess what, they actually do the stuff they write about. A teacher who's actually doing what they're teaching. Pretty awesome. They aren't just ordinary researchers. They don't just talk about marketing. They do marketing. DigitalMarketer.com shares marketing tactics that work. Right now, you can get complimentary instant access to DigitalMarketer.com's Ultimate Digital Marketing Toolbox, which includes the Ultimate Facebook Ad Template Library. That's seven proven Facebook ad campaigns that create low-cost, high-converting ads on demand. The GLF Email Series, a pre-written three-part email campaign proven to get more opens, clicks, and sales from your subscribers. And the ultimate social media swipe file, 72 proven headline formulas to get more clicks from Facebook, Twitter, and your blog. Visit digitalmarketer.com slash fire to access the ultimate digital marketing toolbox today. Heather, are you prepared for the lightning rounds?
0: I am very excited for the lightning (laughs) rounds.
1: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
0: Really, it was seeing other entrepreneurs because I had started my career in advertising and I had a behind the scenes look at so many businesses and I saw their struggles. I saw how often people really became their businesses and how often people really just bought themselves a job and truthfully, not a very high paying job. (laughs) When you're a small business owner, sometimes you work (laughs) 70, 80 hours a week for a fraction of what you could make at a job. And so really seeing that was very scary to me. And I thought, I don't want that. I want, you know, I want the security of a job. And so that really helped me back until I saw the freedom and opportunities of really what entrepreneurship can deliver.
1: Yeah, it's not always advisable to, uh, do the, the math on the how much you're making per (laughs) hour for the first couple of years (laughs) as an entrepreneur. Then, then it kind of starts making a lot of sense. Uh, you know, if again, you're doing the things that you need to be doing to grow the business right. And Heather, what is the best advice you've ever received?
0: The best advice I have received is that it's not about surviving in business. It's about thriving in business. Many, many people survive, just as I was saying. They're there. They're still in business. And I think it's important for people to realize that just because someone is still in business, just because they're opening their doors day after day, Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they're actually really making any money. And there's a huge difference between surviving in business and thriving in business, And I know you know how to thrive, John, and I hope that your listeners know how to thrive as well.
1: Yeah, I can tell you, I walk down here, Garnett Avenue, which is kind of like the commercial district in Pacific Beach, San Diego. And I'm looking, you know, at these stores and I'm just like, I know these stores are opening for business every day, but how do these numbers add up? Like to me, you know, it makes sense the business that I run, like I understand the numbers, I just don't understand the numbers of other businesses. And so like don't just be walking on the street and be like, oh my God, it'd be so amazing to like own this this store right here and sell these trinkets. Like that'd be so cool. It's like, uh, you know, like what are the numbers really mm-hmm. looking like? And oftentimes it's not as pleasant as you want. And that's why it's so exciting, Heather, 2015. Hello, we can be doing this. And uh, it's pretty exciting, the, the profit margins and just the, the leverage and the scale that we can create. And Heather, you have good habits, you have bad habits, like all of us, but what is a personal habit that you believe contributes to your success?
0: I really believe in business, you have to be a sales for focused organization. If you are not focused on sales, you're going to be out of business. You know, if you're not making money, really, you're not a business owner, you're just a volunteer. And, um, you know, it's super, super important. Everything that you do should in some way end up in money, especially in the first, like you said, one to two years of business. Is this activity that you're doing right now actually going to make you money? Or is it going to make you money in 10 years, because I can tell you, if it's going to make you money in 10 years, you need to stop doing it. You need to, you know, run as fast as you can and just really focus on getting dollars in the door.
1: I love that. If you're not making money, you're just a volunteer. Like sometimes the brutal truth hurts, but the truth is the truth. And Heather, do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can recommend to our listeners?
0: I really love Overdrive. Overdrive is an app where um, you have to go through your local library, but in most case, cases, through your library, you can access Overdrive. And there is just phenomenal resources of ebooks and audiobooks. And I love it. You can you know just log on there and get a book, read it and return it. And it's awesome.
1: If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why?
0: My very favorite book that I have ever read and I've read a ton of books is Seeds of Greatness by Dennis Waitley. And part of the reason why I love that book that book in particular is because it really encompasses several different areas of your life and really making sure that you're, you know, you're on focus, that you're on purpose, that you're really clear about what your value is and what you deliver. And it's it's an older book, but I just, I love it. It really, really resonated with me when I read it. Um, and that's, yeah, that would be one of my uh, top books for people to read.
1: Love it. Well, Fire Nation, you know that I love audio and you do too. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at EO Fire book. Dot com. and Heather, this next question's the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and five hundred dollars. What would you do in the next seven days?
0: I would start by contacting business owners. I'm a huge proponent of direct sales. I believe that you should pick up the phone and call people. Stop all the emailing <laughs> and just call people. Um, pick up the phone, call business owners, and really help them with a service that they need. Marketing and sales um, you know, training and services are huge to business owners. Most of them really struggle with that. And I believe that there is a huge opportunity on a continual basis to help the average business owner with their marketing and sales um, needs. And that's what I would do. I would go straight to business owners and I would sell them a product, I'm sure within the month, that would be generating money.
1: Fire Nation, I know you're cringing a little bit. I know you're scared to pick up the phone and call people. We all are. It's called being a human being, but that's why it's such an amazing opportunity because nobody's willing to do it and all Mm -hmm. the magic happens outside of your comfort zone. Guess what's inside of your comfort zone? Sending somebody an email. You don't have to look them in the face. You don't have to talk to them on the phone. Um, you know, sending a message on LinkedIn. You know, liking somebody's comment on, you know, that's in the comfort zone. Get out of that comfort zone. And Heather, let's end today on Fire Girl with you sharing one parting piece of guidance. The best way that we can connect with you, mm-hmm. then we'll say goodbye.
0: I would say that if you are in a place where you're thinking about starting a business, I just encourage you to just jump in the arena. You know, there is so much opportunity in business, and it is the most fascinating of experiences. Mm -hmm. It is the ultimate in your ability to create. You create something absolutely in. Deep and internal for yourself, you create something that you're really providing to the world. And it is just beyond all experiences. So if you are kind of, you know, on the fringes, and you're thinking, gosh, I I really would like to start a business, but I just don't know how or I'm scared. You know, I'm afraid of what might happen just do it. Just take action today. The action you take today is going to create your tomorrow. And if you're not taking action today, your tomorrow is going to be just like your today is. And for most of us, we really, really do want to grow and learn. So if, if you're in that situation, just do it. If you're a business owner and you're like, gosh, what was I thinking when I started this business? Just really, really encourage you to evaluate your systems and processes. Evaluate your profitability. Where are you at with dollars and cents? And really. Really look at ways where you can provide more service for your customers, a better better product or a better offering to really get you to where you want to be. And if you would like to know more about me, you can log on to howtoquitworking.com slash coaching and find all kinds of wonderful resources there. And I'd love to talk to you about how we can help you grow your business.
1: Love it. Love it. Love it. And Fire Nation, you are are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Heather and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Heather in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up with everything that we've talked about. Her book recommendation, app resource, all this greatness that we've been sharing today com slash coaching. If you want to find out a little bit more about Heather and what she has going on, highly recommended. And Heather, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. This episode is supported by Sidekick by HubSpot. Sidekick is the ultimate email advantage, providing you with seamlessly integrated email tools for Gmail, Apple Mail, and Outlook. With Sidekick, you can receive live notifications when someone opens and clicks on your emails so you have powerful contact insight right in your inbox. Go to getsidekick.com slash fire to get your first month of Sidekick for free and to see why 200,000 other users love Sidekick. Fire Nation, Thank you for joining us on Entrepreneur on Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, as well as killer resources, gifts, and so much more. The Fire Nation newsletter is the bomb. And to get on it, all you need to do is text EOFIRE to 33444 and get inside My Head Weekly. Have an inspired day and ignite.